Episode 41, welcome back lovely listeners. Episode 41, thank you so much for joining me on today, which is going to be a solo episode. I'm all on my Todd. Um, Basically, long story short, a lot of my guests are having, not scheduling issues, I'm having issue scheduling them because they're so damn busy, because they're so damn popular. So it's just me on my own. So fly with me on this one today. Fly with me and enjoy. And we're going to have a natter. It's all about a natter and it's a bit of a review, a bit of a thoughts of where we are and things ahead and exciting things to talk about in the future. Anyway, so episode 41. First and foremost, I would like to say hello and welcome to new listeners from around the world. I'm going to specifically mention the Virgin Islands. New listeners there. Listeners in Russia. Hello. Very honoured to have you on board. And some new listeners in Vietnam. So, hello everybody. Keep listening. And keep spreading the word, as I always say. Now, um, having spoken to people in person recently who've uh, just joined the listenership, shall we say, I've been asked to, well, to suggest some of my personal favourites of my own podcast. Now, I hate to mention and quote Sophie's Choice again, but really it's very difficult because I love them all for very different reasons. But... I can tell you, and again, the reasons, I'm going to give you some that are figures-wise popular, and this is nothing to do with the fact that those people who I've chatted to are more popular. Uh, One of my most popular ones is a solo one, and is one of my favourite ones, but um, some are more popular just because uh, my chatties, my guests, I'm always want to call them guests, because they are, but... Anyway, people that I chat to, um, they bring with them a certain, um, shall we say, they bring an audience um, of people who who are specifically interested in listening to them. And so some of those have done well. And I'll give you the ones just so people can go back if you don't want to go back and plough through them all, or you just want to pick and choose. So the ones that are kind of doing very well in the figures... Um, my very first one, because people always jump in there. Um, but episode 22, which is with Tempest Du Jour from RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, is a very popular episode um, and fun. And another personal favourite and one that's doing extremely well is episode 26 with the lovely Nadia Ginsberg. Um, others that are doing very well. Um, with people who aren't, who don't have such a high profile in the world, uh, is episode 24, which is with uh, my lovely friend Dale Page, people who like musical theatre joining in to listen to that one, I believe, and then episode 32 that is with my sister, is a huge favourite. Um, I think people enjoy the episodes with the ladies in, and I'm trying to get more ladies in, and Ladies, if you're listening and you have something you'd like to talk about or something you'd like to promote or just generally have a chat with me, then drop me a line. Um, MattIanKelly.com or uh, for the podcast itself, A Beginner's Guide to a 40-something Gay Man or 40-something Gay.co.uk. So it's 40-something Gay. 
www.facebook.co.uk and you can contact me there or on Twitter or on the usual platforms. Anyway, I digress. I haven't said that for a while. Um, uh, one of my favourites, and as I say, one of the highest ranking, and this one I really like because I'm really proud of it and I really enjoyed doing it um, because it was me going out and researching um, a thing. And I went to the Gay UK Love, Law and Liberty the uh, at the British Museum and it was all in tandem with last year's Pride celebrations in London. Um, that is an episode I think represents me and my thoughts in quite a good way. So go and, and jump back to that one if you can. So that's um, episode 18. So here we are, episode 41. Those are just a few from the past. Um, and I just have to say, I have been a little bit stuffed up. I've been well, we had a beautiful bank holiday weekend, and it was basically summer was here, even though it's not officially summer yet. And I spent two of those days laying up in bed with no voice. I suppose you could say I had laryngitis. Um, I'm still suffering from a cough that's keeping me up at night and a stuffy cold. And I believe if you're in London, there's a there's a lot of it about still, even now, even though the the weather's changed, there's still a lot of a sickness around. Um, so uh, if I do croak with you today, I apologise. Um, anyway, let's jump in with 41. Let's start with, I don't know, let's start with some recommendations. So, yes, uh, the recommendations. Um, hmm. So the first thing I'm going to go to is, as I always do, and I spend too much time on it, is Netflix, um, is a show that's on Netflix. Now, this one is an interesting one because it's, as well as, I love it. And I'm, I was been glued to it. We finished it now. Um, it drove me insane. And this is a show called Dark. It's a German show. And it drove me nuts and frustrated me, but I still loved it and I loved the atmosphere. Um, it's, without giving away too much. Um, it's kind of, I've heard it described as a darker, more adult German version of Stranger Things. It's not Stranger Things at all, but it has um, dimensions, shall we say. Um, and the characters, as I say, the characters and the storylines are a little bit more adult and and quite a bit darker uh, than Stranger Things. Um, actually, that's probably where that's where the similarities end. There, the, 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 a lot of the main protagonists are young people. Anyway, um, say it's German, um, and we did watch it just with subtitles rather than have it um, have the dubbed into English version. Um, it's all about time loops. Um, it's a difficult one to describe without giving away too much. And I have been told off by a certain husband of mine that I do sometimes give away spoilers, even when I've said I'm not going to. All I'll say is watch it. The it's there's it's, there's nostalgia involved. I suppose that's another similarity to Netflix to Netflix to Stranger Things. Um but give it a go. Give it a go. Um I would give it four out of five stars um also uh another show that i've mentioned that is back for its second season well has done its 
well, I've watched its second season on Netflix, is Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore um, as lead actress and producer. And it's brilliant. And I've talked about it before. And obviously, she's still fighting with the fact that she is uh, undead and flesh eating and how she gets her meal at the end of the day uh, without hurting people who've done no harm in the world. And that show continues to be brilliant. And I would say, if you haven't continued or you haven't even watched the first season, go and watch that. Brilliant. Drew Barrymore. Love her. Um, Then I have a book. I know, I do read other things than plays. Now, the book I want to recommend is called Boys Keep Swinging. And it is written by, it's the autobiography of the marvellous Mr. Jake Shears of Scissor Sisters fame. Um, it's it's wonderful. I, I had it with me throughout our honeymoon and I had it, I finished the book whilst I was laid up with laryngitis. Um, and... Uh, Jake Shears's or Jason's as his real name is his story is is fascinating and it's so well written um and beautifully descriptive and funny and moving um I can only recommend it to everybody you don't have to be a gay man of any age you can I'd, I'd say it's one for all um it goes through the creation of the band and it goes right back obviously from his childhood uh, in Arizona to moving his family moving to uh, to Seattle to that area and then going to him moving to Crown Heights in New York City and I have having spent time in Crown Heights myself I I related to um, his plight in that point um, but it takes us right through the creation of the band as I say and um, through to their um, Glastonbury performances um, working with Ms Kylie Minogue and talks about his relationships and he's had some very interesting boyfriends over the years and um, it's it's just it's it's a great read and it's not it's not just uh, gossipy I mean there's this stuff that um, is from the hip talking about real I don't know real relationships that happen to have been with people who are quite high profile um he also talks about um uh David Bowie going to see the Scissor Sisters and him not knowing until afterwards and uh that David Bowie sending him a message and basically saying he enjoyed it but Jake Shears was terrified to receive such praise and uh, and basically wrote a letter back saying, thank you, but you don't really have to. And I'm going to try and avoid you again in future because because he felt ashamed that the gig hadn't been great. But clearly he then realised that it had gone well and Mr. Bowie was uh, a fan. Anyway, uh, I'm digressing. It's a great book. It's a great read. Go and have a listen. Um, a listen. Go and have a read. Don't listen to it. You can listen to it. It's an interesting idea. Give the book a shake and see how it sounds. Um, the hardback is a good knock. Oh, anyway, I'm going to move on to the next thought of the day. Now, thought one for the day, just a brief thought, and I have to mention it, I've not mentioned it before, is um, how very sad that we've lost Mr. Dale Winton. Now, I have never met him myself. I've seen him at a distance in a club and he looked like he was having a lovely time with friends many many years ago um 
but uh, I have two chums who've been on one who was on Supermarket Sweep and another who was on another game show that he was running and both uh, encountered him up close and personal and said what a wonderful, adorable man he was. And so um, I think other a lot of celebrities have talked about it. David Williams has talked about him very fondly. And I just have to say that there is, and I know it's nothing new and it will continue, but the dredging up of the man's mental health issues and when he may have thought of um, suicide, etc., things in the past, and just dredging up his financial records. Isn't it time we stop doing that? I know there is a fascination, and I know I can be guilty of dredging things up and searching for things myself. And I I, I know that it's, 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 it's part of the human condition to want to to know the darker stuff, but that's not helpful, and it's not even dark. It's just kind of, who cares if he he did, he he did lose money, and and he may have lost a property, but it's it's not really relevant. I mean, it is relevant, and probably is relevant to his health, but it's it's just the way it's played out in certain newspapers. It's just leave the man to rest in peace, and I don't say this very often, but. Uh, it's just really, it's kind of shaken me quite a bit to just the, and, and then, well, then Twitter. And I love Twitter and I use Twitter and Twitter is my friend. And I have lots of friends on Twitter and, you know, and thank you for people who've joined me via Twitter. But when it's just really aggressive, abusive, attacking, and it's just... Dale Winton was just a nice chap and he did well for himself but by all accounts he just worked very hard to get where he was and to get those things and if he rolled himself with a nice house that was fine anyway I'm digressing um it's just kind of there is a general level of it seems to be getting worse in the last couple of months of of um of trolls attacking the attack of the trolls the attack of the killer Twitter trolls, that's a tongue twister for you, um, is just, I'm seeing it with the, uh, again, I always mention it, but RuPaul's Drag Race season, what season are we on, 10? 10, um, that some of the contestants, and we all know now, it is, as they say, they record for hours and hours and hours, and then it's edited down from a, a whole two days into an hour um and so it can be manipulated and and baddies are created and and they need a, a narrative and an arc and a story so they do edit it so some people come off worse than the others but however it is just a moment in time and also it's just pantomime at the end of the day and i the fact that some of them are receiving, some of the queens are receiving death threats is incredible to me to think that that people feel so aggrieved by a storyline. And then you see the, the queens afterwards, they've made up, they've become friends. The people are so angry about this that they will threaten death. They're usually those... Um, Twitter accounts that have no picture and, uh, you know, 
are fairly um, unsearchable for, um, and that's the way they like it. Um, keyboard warriors. It's just, it just feels like it's gone a little bit too far. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff. There's been, and I'm again, I'm not going to even mention the name, but one of the queens um, had mentioned having um, some issues and an accident and people were straight on it searching for the accident and essentially it appears for all intents and purposes that maybe or maybe not the accident but the accident didn't happen but people have decided to attack this person this individual and saying that they've lied and this person has come back and said that they weren't in a fit state um, and uh, and and I don't say make excuses but have tried to explain themselves but people attacked straight back and whether or not this person is telling the truth I kind of agree I did hear Courtney Act uh, winner of Celebrity Big Brother and RuPaul's Drag Race contestant talking about this is just leave the man alone because we don't know what's going on in his life. We don't know why this happened, why he said it, and what actually, what state he's in right now. And if we don't know, do we need to attack? There are other people to go for. If you if you feel if you feel the drive and the need to go in for the kill. Let's go for some of the people at the top in politics who really deserve it. They don't care anyway. Just spew it out over them. Eventually, if all the trolls who are attacking all these celebrities, drag queens, playwrights even, I've seen that recently, just if they spew that at a certain man at the top, just get rid of it that way if you need to. But it's just, it feels... I don't know. I had to talk about it because I just feel like it's just recently been a thing. And it does, it does at times make me want to jump off of Twitter. And uh, when I was feeling really unwell a few days ago, I just couldn't look at Twitter because it was just so full of negativity. And it doesn't have to be. And me saying this isn't going to change anything, but I just feel that I have to express it because it's part of the journey of the nearly still 40-something gay man. Um, and I, I, again, so sorry, we digressed from Dale Winton, but that's where it started for me. And I just thought people making jokes, people will always make jokes. And I suppose now we have the ability to share our bad taste jokes at a moment's notice. Um, here I am making a podcast. I'm able to express myself uh, so far without anyone telling me that I've said anything too wrong. Well, I mean, I've had, I have had comments, but um, ones that I can pass over and ignore. And of course, that's, I'm sure, what a lot of these people in uh, a more public place than myself do to, to let these comments just let them, I mean, water off a duck's back, to quote another drag queen, let it go. Um, but it just... Anyway, I am ranting, and I just felt to, that was today's rant. So that's thought number one. Leave Dale Winton alone. So thought number two. Let's call it thought number two. Um, I had to pause to blow my nose because I'm still full of snot. 
Um, thought number two is actually in my feeling quite rough and I'm going to talk about it because that's what I've done since the beginning. I had all sorts of health concerns. I talked myself into a coffin last week. I decided that it was all over and felt defeated and therefore trying to be creative and be positive and even think about getting on and recording a podcast was just now and impossible. I just didn't want to do it. Um, I'm dragging myself up from the, from the, I'm not feeling such desperation, but again, it's, it's, it's a, it's a mental health thing as well as a physical health. And I know that when my mental health is on top form, my physical health tends to be better. Um, and I came back from our lovely honeymoon feeling very positive. And then I started to think about what was next and uh, and I just did get run down. And I think also there is um, surplus grief that has probably affected my health somewhat too. Um, I'm not a I'm not a psychiatrist and I'm not a doctor, but um, I've been around long enough to sort of put two and two together and sometimes get five. But I think this time I might be right. Anyway, um, uh, the reason I'm saying this is because it's it's funny, you know, that you can let yourself and I'm saying this because I know that some of my listeners have had some rough rough times and um and some of you do struggle sometimes we all do everybody does and if you don't you're not living in on this planet and you're fooling yourself and it's okay um to, to have a rough time and to feel a bit down and to feel very down um but it's interesting just to see how I did actually sort of force myself, and I've had to go out and do um, teaching and TFL work again this last week, um, and actually going out and doing that and forcing myself to be out in the world again, even when I'm feeling physically unwell, does start to pick the the, the mental health improves. And so I think, I don't want to speak too soon, but the physical health seems to be improving too, Um, is that from that, the... The burst of creativity I've had again has been has been incredible, and I'm really enjoying. There is, I don't want to tempt fate, but there are a few pots boiling with things performance-wise, um, and uh, things that I'm really looking forward to uh, talking about in more detail down the line. Um, but as far as my own show, yes, that's something I've not talked about for a long time. My own play. Um, I've said before it does involve the my mother's story and obviously up until uh, us losing my mother it was difficult for me to to go into some very personal dark spaces of my own and then dark spaces that I can only imagine my mother was in um I'm now able to start to tell that story again and I'm aiming to get that out into the world as I say uh uh, fairly soon this year um but it, it it's it's a long process and i it, it's not really me apologizing to you slightly apologizing to you i just wanted to say that it's coming and it's sometimes just tough to force yourself through through the through the, the kind of the walls of of thick walls of 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 despair and depression that uh, that have hit me in this whole process with my mother and that's what I want to talk about that's part of why I'm writing what I'm writing um, along with another 
running alongside another storyline. Um, again, I don't want to say too much, but the reason I'm talking about this is that I think it's healthy to uh, to, to when you know you're at a low, and if you are, if like me, for instance, and you've been through CBT, and you want, you feel that you're able to use that and help yourself back up the ladder again, it's okay to know that you're doing that and you will fall back down and you'll have to pick yourself up and dust yourself down and start again. And that keeps happening. I think really I'm just sharing this because I know that sometimes I'm really, really perky and everything's going over so well. At the moment, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm midway, shall we say. And it's okay to be midway and it's okay to be down. And I have given you a couple of podcasts when I haven't been as chirpy as others. Um, this week, hopefully, you're enjoying listening to my dulcet tones. And anyway, the reason I'm saying this is that if you do, and I want to keep reiterating it, I will keep reiterating this, is if you ever feel that you don't have anybody to talk to you and you are feeling down for whatever reasons, even if for none that I've covered myself in this podcast, please feel free to contact me and it can be done privately. It's not something I need to share unless you want to share with the other listeners. Um, but we it, it just I just want to offer that out there. Even if you even if you want to rant at me about something like I've done on this podcast, rant to me about politics and you don't feel you have a space or a place in your particular world to do that, contact me. Do it. Um, I just want to say that, you know, we all go through rough times. Some people in the world are going through a lot worse than I am, but, and a lot worse than you are. It's all relative and that at that point in time, how you're feeling is, is just, it's, it's the worst thing uh, when you're feeling in the dumps, you're feeling in the doldrums. And you just can't pick yourself up. It's good. I just want to know. I just want to let you know that I am here to be an ear, essentially, in a long-winded way. Phew. Thought number three. Now, thought three is going to be a bit music-related, and it's just a bit pop culture and fun because I'm very excited. Um, as I said to you last week, uh, we have tickets to see Khalees. We have uh, uh, Keith and myself and our friend Gregory. Uh, I'm going to see a gig next Friday with my friend Gregory and a singer called Chad Valley, who I've uh, given to you as one of my recommendations at the beginning of, I think it was probably last, uh, the show, the last number show, 40, I believe it was. Anyway, um, and uh, I'm going to see the Soft Cell uh reunion goodbye show with uh, another guest previous guest Mr. Mark Farrelly in I think it's September um, and uh, also going to see Hon who I've talked about a lot with my sister um, in the autumn um, so music's been featuring a lot and I've been kind of going back and discovering old stuff as well um, obviously I think sometimes when I'm laid up it gives me time to reflect and listen, um, even if I don't boogie down in bed. Um, <laughs> that sounds wrong, but if I, even if I don't, uh, I, I, tr I don't. If I'm sick, obviously you don't want to 
raise the temperature too much with um, too much musical excitement, shall we say. Um, but I have been going back through uh, just rediscovering things. And do you know, the one that I have to talk about um, is Jamiroquai. My God, Jamiroquai. How many amazing, amazing songs that it just, it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, uh, everything, um, Space Cowboy, Little L, uh, Too Young to Die, uh, let me think what else is there, oh, uh, Blow Your Mind, um, Deeper Underground, I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, and the song that I've become obsessed with again is Runaway. If you haven't heard Runaway by Jamiroquai, go and do it. As soon as you finish this podcast, pause the podcast, go and listen to it, come back, continue. Either way, go and listen to it at some point. Um, And what an incredible band. So anyway, I've, I, I've, <laughs> I'm booked up to see so many things. I can't really, let's be honest, afford to go and do anything else. I discovered Jamiroquai are playing in a farm in Derbyshire in the UK. And it's just so expensive. That's the other thing about it. A lot of these things, a lot of these bigger gigs are just too pricey. It's part of a festival. And I think that's a cheaper festival. There's another one down uh, down on the coast uh, in um, uh, down Brighton Way uh, called Love Supreme Festival. And it has Earth, Wind and Fire and, uh, oh my goodness, just so many people uh half the people i've recommended to you in the last year are playing at that festival but the ticket prices are like 300 400 pounds something like that for a weekend um you can get day tickets but even then that's 100 and something pounds i just can't afford to do it anyway i am digressing again for the third time today so jamiroquai is just so then i I was just kind of listening to the albums went back found gigs on youtube there's, there's a few. Uh, there's one that's a really corporate one that's apparently some part of some song contest in Brazil where they have guests to play. It's like an hour and a quarter. And it's they're brilliant. The audience, there are kind of a few rows of corporate weirdness of people who really can't dance. It's kind of worth watching just for the people who can't dance and don't know any of the words. Um... Uh, but then there's a lot of real people who are having a wonderful time. Anyway, live gigs by Jamiroquai. And then you can go back and their videos are... All the videos are so good. They were breaking a lot of new ground with that stuff. And also to say, and a few episodes, uh, quite a few episodes ago, people asked me, there was some I was asked about uh, to give my top 10, if I will, um, uh, thoughts on my top 10 men in the world and I completely forgot to include Mr. JK Mr. JK when he dances is just so fabulous to watch and and has never compromised his artistic integrity and hasn't tried to fit in and doesn't fight to be super fashionable and a few years ago I would have kind of poo-pooed it but you know what now I respect him even more that he just does his thing his current thing is the strange headgear that he has that lights up and moves like a porcupine um, 
always got the headgear loved the headgear um but a brilliant dancer and even though he's a little bit older now still super super attractive so i would like to say and this is just this is not a recommendation this is an order people go and listen to jamiroquai and if you don't know much or if you don't know any of it it's a you promise promise you you will not be disappointed also another one that's come back into my my psyche recently has been banana rama banana rama please people just go you know they may not be the best singers in the world but their songs are pop gold absolute pop gold talking of pop gold we are excited about the abba thing still i did mention that in the last episode um but kind of i put banana rama almost up there in pop genii with abba they they are their songs are just brilliant most people in the world know venus but i would go and say songs like cruel summer and really saying something again go and discover their greatest hits go and look at their videos um they're, they're just just fabulous 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 go and discover rediscover or discover for the first time if you haven't if you're too young then you should know better there were bands before little mix and the spice girls anyway that's my bit of pop nostalgia and music um but yeah jamiroquai definitely go and do that in love with them again now lovely listeners uh my final point for this podcast we're going to keep it a little bit succinct to the point is well it's gay christmas isn't it it's eurovision this weekend and uh, i'm sure a lot of you will be listening to this a year down the line two years down the line so it won't be relevant but some of you might listen to it just in time and some might listen to it a week late so my thoughts are well um we usually have a big party but i'm just uh, uh we have a, a family stuff to do in the day tomorrow um, so I am going to watch it with uh, my sister and our friend Anthony and our friend Greg. I think we'd have a quiet evening uh, doing family uh, stuff. Well, quite day doing family stuff in the evening. So it's not a big party this year. Next year, maybe. However, so let's talk about who we like and who we're not sh- so sure about. I have to say... The UK entry by Suri, I believe is her name, and the song is called Storm. And she gives a sterling performance. She's a good singer, but I just don't love the song. Again, I'm sorry, my own country, just not in love with it. Just not in love with the entry. So I don't think she's a winner, sadly. Um, If we got into the top half of it, I'd be very happy, but I just... I don't think it's going to happen this year somehow for many reasons, political and otherwise. Um, other entries, the other notable ones, uh, one that I kind of think I quite like, but it might be a bit like when I'm talking about that show Dark. I might find it a little bit annoying, but I also quite like it, is the uh, uh, entry from Israel by a lady called Netta and her song's called Toy. And it's kind of, I don't know, it's like, She's doing a very, very pop Beth Ditto meets New York pop rap. I don't really know how other way to describe it. 
And I think I kind of like it. And I think it's going to... I think it might do very, very well. I think it might be a winner. We'll see. Only time will tell. If I release this podcast before the show starts, then we'll know. <laughs> um, other things, other notable... Another notable people involved is... Um, there's a guy called uh, Alexander Ryback who is uh, the entry for Norway. And he's won for Norway in the past with a song that he won in 2009, which was the year that I had been to Norway uh, with a show and fell in love with all things Norwegian um, and was very happy that they won that year um, with his song Fairy Tale. But he's back again this year with a song called That's How You Write a Song. <laughs> and I think it's probably going to do very well. And again, I just don't know. I kind of don't want to like it, but I really do. It's not as good as his winning song before, but I think it's going to do very well. Um, plus, he's a bit of a inverted commas heartthrob. I think that will help him. Um, talking of inverted commas heartthrobs, I think the uh, gay audience across the world, will probably be enjoying the Swedish entry by a gentleman called Benjamin Ingrosso, I believe. Ingrosso. Ingrosso. I'm going to go with Ingrosso. Called Dance You Off. And it's a little bit of a, uh, I suppose, uh, Jackson-y, Timberlake-y type pop song. Um, and um, he's a handsome young chap. And I think will do very well on that basis, uh, when, when people are voting from other countries, which I believe that still happens, hasn't changed, has it? I don't know. Have the rules changed this year? I don't know. Anyway, but my winner is uh, the entry, bul entry by Bulgaria called Equinots, and the song is called Bones, and I love it. If that wins, champagne all round on me. And that's Bulgaria, Equinots, Bones for the win. So, dear listeners, uh, that's it really for this week's episode. Um, I hope it's uh, been a little bit of fun and I've made you think and I've given you some recommendations and that you're excited about Eurovision and you're excited about going and rediscovering Jamiroquai or discovering Jamiroquai and that um, you might be a little bit nicer on Twitter if you feel the urge to have a go at somebody in the coming weeks. Um, there will be, podcasts will be a little bit more... I don't want to say serious. We have uh, uh, some guests coming up who uh, where it won't be quite so frivolous as some of the topics covered today. Anyway, thank you for sticking with me. Enjoy. Spread the word. Um, say comments on website, etc. Please let me know. Thanks, gang. I'll speak to you very soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.